This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Walker, and my co-host, again, is Kim. Hello. And today, we're going to be talking about how to get the most out of the conferences that you attend. Yeah, I thought we had done this, but I looked back, and it was similar but not the same. It was about networking. Yeah, I mean, we talk about conferences every now and then. No, but this was an, an episode dedicated just to networking, so you'll need to link it in the in the show notes. I'll do it. But before we get too far into it, thank you to our friends at RepairPal for providing this episode. As shop owners, we were part of RepairPal Certified Network. You can learn more at RepairPal.com forward slash shops. All right, so it is... February 2024 as we record this, and we're about to get into just conference after conference. Yeah, I mean, lots of some conferences have already started, but yeah, we're heading right into the meat of it. Yeah, right now, as we record, JR is at Fly with the Eagles mm-hmm. in Dallas, and we uh, we just recorded an episode, a couple of episodes back, where we talked about the different conferences that we're going to be going to, but, you know, of course, one of the biggest industry conferences is coming up uh, here in just a few weeks, and that is Vision. Mm -hmm. And that's really what got us to thinking about doing this episode. Because people, they go to these conferences, they miss out on so much because they don't know what they don't know. And they don't take the time to get ready to go. And if they've never been, they really don't know what they don't know. Oh yeah, for sure. So we're going to give y'all 10 tips. It actually looks like Kim snuck in an extra, but... Because I can do that. Six tips from her, five tips from me on how to get the most out of these conferences. I'm going to tell y'all that last year we did like 12 conferences and Mm -hmm. Kim was exhausted. And I love this stuff. I'm made for this stuff. These things will help you go in, plan, prepare, so you leave feeling like you really accomplished something. And I have to say, Brian has one in here. That I just saw that I don't think is Kim approved. I don't know where it came from. So it's going to be fun when we get to that one. Okay. But my first one is to go with a plan. Have an idea. Like, you know, so many people I hear all the time, they register for these things, but they don't look at what's going on. They get there and they're like, oh, I didn't know that was happening. Like, how do you not know that this particular pre-party was happening? Like, how did you not know that this person was the speaker? So, look, Ed Milet is the speaker opening keynote at Vision. There are going to be people at Vision who are like, I didn't know Ed Milet was here. There's going to be people at Vision who don't know who Ed Milet is. Well, And that's another thing that they should do when they're preparing is when you look at the keynotes, go look them up and see who they are. Like, you know, I mean, Ed's got the number one podcast in the world right now. Unbelievable. So that is a great point. And that's so y'all are really getting more points, more tips than what we're really saying you're getting. But that's a great one. You know, go look at who these people are. The fact that Sherry Hamilton got Ed Milet to come to Vision literally blows my freaking mind. Yeah. I've been following Ed for years. I've read his book. I follow his podcast. I follow him on all the social media. So absolutely, go with a plan, look at the agenda, and truly 
know what's happening. Register because sometimes there are like add-on events or little special events that other organizations are doing and you want to, you should leave these conferences intentionally by design exhausted. Don't spend your time, your money, your energy, your effort, go away from your shop, go to these things and come back without just a mind-blowing experience. So go with a plan. And I even say, go with a plan of who you don't know, but you want to meet and even reach out, message them through Facebook or send them an email, somehow connect with them and schedule a time to get together. Yeah. Through the conference app, but you're going to talk about that. Oh, you're getting That's ahead. another another way that you can. Now, one other thing that I want to that I want to say that I was thinking about while we were talking about this is I know of people who go to these conferences and they go there just for the classes and they will leave the conference because, you know, Vision, for example, is in Kansas City and they're like, oh, I want to go get some Kansas City barbecue. And they will leave the conference and not go to some of these keynote sessions or they'll sleep in and not go mm-hmm. to the keynotes that are early in the mornings. But do not underestimate the value that these speakers bring. I had no idea who Ed Milet was. And I went to an event where he was a speaker. His talk literally changed my life. And I know that you hear people say that, you know, it's like, oh, that changed my life. No, it shifted the way that I think about some things. And I have no doubt that he's going to do that again. I mean, we look at the pat at some of the speakers that have been here at the pat in the past. I mean, Leif Babin, I mean, you talk about a powerful speaker, the Friday power lunch, mm-hmm. uh, that we're sponsoring, by the way, Scott Stratton from Unmarketing yeah. is going to be there. And if you look up Scott on YouTube and look at some of the clips from his keynotes, I mean, it's going to be amazing. So anyway, I'm going on a rabbit trail here to say, don't leave the conference. You can order your Jack Stacks barbecue to be delivered to you at your house. They will send it to you on dry ice. Okay. Okay. And eat it at home and stay at the conference. Now, listen, you need to go experience Kansas City barbecue, but do not go at the expense of missing something at the conference. (laughs) Arrive a day early, have a team dinner at Jack Stacks before the conference starts. Maybe have it Sunday night before you head out or whatever. But you do need to experience the Kansas City barbecue. Okay. Come on. Okay. Tell the truth. Brian, what's your number one? All right. My number one is to register early and two things with this. Okay. Registering early is going to give you the pick of all the classes because these classes do sell out for lack of a better term, the rooms fill up. And when you register early, you can look through all of the classes and determine the ones that you really want to be in. And you need to be strategic about it because look, I know owners, they don't turn wrenches anymore, but they will go to these conferences and go to all the technical classes because that's what's in their blood. Mm -hmm. They love that stuff. But what they need to do is they need to be going to the management classes and learning how to be an owner. They need to be going to the marketing classes you're not a technician anymore. Let your technicians go to the technical classes and you go to the classes that are going to give you the biggest advantage for being there. Like what's the one that's going to give you the most return? And look, I get it because I go to these conferences and I haven't turned wrenches professionally in 12 years, I think now. Longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it might be 13 or 14 years, but I still see these classes and I'm like, Oh, I'd love to go to that class. And now I have the benefit of actually being able to to go sit in on those classes now if I want mm-hmm. to. 
But when I go to a marketing conference, I don't go to the conference or I don't go to the classes that are about how to do Google ads. Mm -hmm. Haley's going to do know, that. Yeah, our team does that. I go to the classes about running an agency. Well, I want to put two exclamation points on that because you said register early and look at the classes and all that. But there's two important things. Register early. Not only are you going to save money, you're able to see the classes, but get yourself the hotel. Yeah, 100%. Stay at the hotel where the conference is. Now, I know some shops, I know quite a few shops who rent an Airbnb and their whole team stays together and the whole thing is like a you know a team building thing. That's all fine and good. Yeah. My, the real point, I think, is if you plan to go to the conference and you're not getting an Airbnb or something like that, make it an effort to stay at the hotel. There's so many opportunities where, look, I'm an extrovert. I thrive in these situations. But even me, there's times where I'm like, I just want to take a five-minute break, go to my room and just chill out for a minute, just take my shoes off, change my shoes, wash my face, just reset. And it's hard to do that if you're not staying at the hotel. The other thing is, do you remember the Snowmageddon of Vision oh a gosh. couple of years ago? Yes, like I We're do. from Louisiana, y'all. We are not built for that. And staying at the conference hotel was a big deal because it was so crazy cold. So crazy cold. And so. and look, I'm talking from experiences here too because we didn't register early enough. And guess where we're not staying this year at Vision? We're not staying at the conference hotel. And I'm a little so bit salty about learn, it. Learn from us. Now, along those same lines, I do want to, we're talking a lot about Vision, but for those who are STX attenders, which is every other year, you have to register for that classes unseen, right? Because they are working on 400 and something yeah. classes. So you're registering for that, trusting that the classes are going to be great and you're going to have plenty to pick from. You are. There's over 400 classes. So you get registered, take care of all of that, and you'll be all set. We so. had a friend in the industry that was messaging with Kim the other day. And he listens, I'm sure he listens to this podcast. So, hey, Joseph, he was saying, I haven't registered for STX yet because I haven't seen the classes. It's like there's 400 classes and I think and that they have the out. best of the best trainers there. There is mm -hmm. no lack of classes. So yeah. register well, without even seeing it. I mean, I'm pretty sure STX has been sold out. Yeah, for I'm a pretty positive. Yeah. So in that case, talk to your world pack rep advance car quest to say, Hey, if something comes up, I want in, let them know. All right. So my number two these are not necessarily in any type of order for me anyway. My number two, though, is not to forget to promote that you are there. Promote that you're going, especially if you're bringing your whole team and mm -hmm. you're closing the shop. So let your clients know ahead of time, we're going to get training to be better for you and we're going to be gone. But then while you're there, post stories, take pictures, take some videos, do some live videos. But it's a brilliant opportunity for you to showcase to your audience that you're learning, you're growing, you're building a team together, even showcase some of the things that you've learned. I'm happy if you just take a picture and post it, but you can be taking pictures and videos the whole time you're there and posting multiple times while you're there. It's just too good of an opportunity to pass up. Yep. All right. So my number two is to yes. establish a bedtime ahead of time with a no excuses policy. And I see Kim over here. She's shaking her head, 
but we have both had the people in our classes that they can't stay awake. They are sitting there because they partied too hard the night before. And look, I will argue with Kim to the death about this because I, she's over here. For those of you who aren't watching this on YouTube, she's over here shaking her head. And she's like, and this, this is the thing that she was disagreeing about. But, okay, it is a networking event. All right, I get it. But primarily, it is a training event. And you need to be awake during these classes. And there's a lot of y'all who are going to listen to this and you're going to laugh at me for saying it. But y'all know who you are, too. There are 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. people walking back into the hotel drunk still. They drink uh, and partying. Especially, the- you know, Vision, that hotel bar. I've heard the stories. Every hotel bar. Come on, every hotel bar. That is the media. And look. That one's kind of iconic. Hold up. I'm not opposed <clears throat> to a little mommy drink. Yeah, that's fine. But here's what I'm going to say. A, right? A drink. And, okay, people, I don't know why I'm calling it mommy drink, but that's a whole other thing. So here's the deal. I feel like it's our responsibility as trainers not to bore people into sleeping. Like there needs to be it's some fun. energy in the class, but y'all. But when need they've to been come. up thirty six hours straight, it doesn't matter how I'm entertaining saying, we are. I'm saying you need to come ready to learn. This is what I don't understand. People spend so much money and time coming, and then they're not absorbing the information. So get yourself um, one of those clean energy drinks or whatever it is that you're gonna wake yourself up with. Get your coffee. Go for a walk. Get some workout in. Get in there and be ready to learn. But you and your bedtime, like, what you talking about? You heard me. What time are you talking about? I don't know. I mean, midnight, 1 a.m.? Oh, bless it. I'm good with 10. See, I'm the old lady here. Yeah, but, I, I mean, there's people that literally stay up all night long. Yeah, no. Have a deep, And a, it just gets out of hand, see, and they can't stay to, up. You put in the notes here, establish a bedtime with a no-excuses policy. Yeah. It's probably like midnight. Right. So a know? decent bedtime, a reasonable. I thought you was trying to be all like Mr. 8 o'clock. Because these conferences get started early. Oh, Vision don't play. It'll be the, 7 a.m. They start, some, some of the things start at 6.30 and we not end until 10 o'clock at night and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. I want to thank our friends at RepairPal for making this episode possible. They're on a mission to put trust back in auto repair. You're an honest shop that delivers high quality work and great service, right? Well... Millions of consumers looking for mid to major mechanical repair look for shops like yours in the RepairPal Trusted Network. Contact them to get certified today and receive one month free service at RepairPal.com forward slash shops. Being in the RepairPal Certified Network helped us grow our shop's business and it can help yours too with new customers and a higher ARO. Plus, you don't have to worry anymore about arguing with customers over price because shops in the RepairPal Certified Network are trusted by consumers for being fair priced. Not low-priced, fair-priced. You have to be in it to win it. So head over to RepairPal.com forward slash shops to learn more and set up a call. When you sign up, you'll get one month of service free and save $150 off certification. Number three from Kim. Some of these events have incredible conference apps. And it's very funny. We just decided to do this podcast have you downloaded the Vision app? You know I don't use the apps because oh, you have the app, and I'm always like, Kim, what's going on at this time? What's going on I at that time? I already downloaded the app. I'm trying to play the game. 
I've already updated my profile with my new updated picture. Look, she's right, y'all. Use the app, okay? I'm a little hard-headed when it comes to this one. And I have have used the apps before. It is. It is really valuable. And you don't need to print all this garbage. You're trying to find a map of the hotel and where's my class. And you can message people. Oh, it'll have your handouts in it. Yeah, everything is in there. And Vision's going fully digital. So you need to get on that. And do it ahead of time. The email just came out. So it's February 8th. The email came out yesterday or the day before. I mean, we're, we are almost a month in advance getting the app. You can download the app, start looking at it, make sure you're, you know, I've literally messaged people through the app and said, Hey, do you want to grab breakfast? You want to grab a cup of coffee? I've connected with people because like I added my LinkedIn profile, my email address is in there. There's a lot to be said. You can go look at your instructors or the sponsors. You may be walking around the expo and you meet some per, some company at the expo. You want to visit their website and you've already walked away. It's all right there. Like everything is there. Take advantage of the conference app. All right. My number three is to work with your team to choose the classes that they're going to take. Oh my gosh. And then have them teach it. And obviously, they're not going to teach the entire class, but they can hit the points for the rest of the team when they get back. And Seth Thorson, we were talking to Seth at the Bimmers conference mm-hmm. this past year, and he was talking about what he does with his team. He's got an entire system of how they choose who's going mm-hmm. to the conferences because he's got, I think, four locations. They don't shut down all four locations and send their people, but they have you know, different people that will go to different conferences, but they don't get to just go there and play. When they go, they are going with a purpose and he is making sure that that purpose is aligning with the company's needs. So they're choosing the classes together that they're going to be taking and they have to go meet a certain number of vendors while they are there. They do have to come back, I believe, and teach, you know, some of the information you'd like disseminate it you know, to the others in the shop. He's got a really good system for how to do that. I'm sure if you reached out to him, he'd be happy to share that. He probably has a class on it, tell you the (laughs) truth. But what I would say is you can argue either way this goes. My thinking is if you have someone who really needs some training in the area of electrical, that might be a very broad topic. I don't know. Close enough. Um, they're not very good at that. Like, you know, hey, this tech is not really good in this area. Put them in those classes. On the flip side of that, I could also see how this person specializes in electrical. So you're going to send them to the advanced electrical classes. So like really, truly, what we're trying to say is be thoughtful. Don't just give them a list of classes and say, hey, go register for the classes you want. Like have some thought in there. Again, you're spending so much money. Like, be Mm -hmm. smart about where they're going. And have it on the schedule before the conference even happens for when they get back to disseminate that information. Because if you wait two or three months, they're not going to be able to come back and tell you, oh, I learned this and this and this in the class. They learned it, but it's not top of mind anymore for them to be able to then disseminate that across the staff. You see, y'all, I looked at what Brian's notes were. He didn't, he must not have looked at mine because... My next point is what oh. he just said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, so well, go ahead. you just got ahead. We already said it. It is to schedule <laughs> your post-conference debriefing meeting. So 
not only are you registering for the event, you're downloading the app, you're booking your hotel, like we've already booked flights, you know, you're doing all of that stuff, but you're also putting on the calendar at your next company meeting after vision because you want to do it very quickly. You need to schedule that very quickly because the further you get away from it, more stuff happens, more stuff gets in the on the brain, in the mind, and people are going to forget what they learned. So do that debriefing as soon as you possibly can when you get back. Put it on the calendar and let them know. Don't let them go. Definitely don't send people to classes. Then you get back to the shop and you're like, oh, by the way, you need to teach us uh, Friday at lunch about your class. They need to know ahead of time. So if they're a note taker, they can be taking notes. If they're whatever their learning style is, you want them to debrief and teach it to the rest of the team in the best possible way. So set them up for success. That way they know this. I'm very good at visual. I'm very good at if the instructor has a QR code where they can scan something that they're going to, you know, download or have later. If they know they're teaching it to the class, they're probably going to be more inclined to download that. Whereas some may not even do it at all. So just go, you know, think with the end in mind, Simon Sinek. Not Simon Sinek. Simon Sinek is start with the end in mind. Or he start with why. <laughs> yep. Same thing. That's seven habits of highly effective people. <laughs> I'm getting Jen. all my stuff mixed up. Well, they're both <laughs> great no matter what. So go with both of them. Start with the end in mind and start with why. Both of them. Yep. Go ahead. I invented the internet. <sighs> Abe Lincoln. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. Number five. Sarah. No, my number four, four. Number four. Yeah. Visit the vendors. Okay. And look, I know that's easy for me to say because I'm one of the vendors, but it's lonely up in there. Y'all really, you don't know what you don't know about the vendors that are out there. So you have a shop management software that you like, go see what the other ones do. You know, so you have a real self-serving here, you know, you have a marketing company that you work with and you're happy with them. Go talk to the others and see what they do. And look, I'm telling my clients, you know, a lot of the people who listen to this podcast, are our clients go visit the other marketers and see what they do you are there you have the opportunity to get face-to-face time with the vendors and determine do i know like or trust this, this person? sometimes it's from a customer service standpoint a lot of times i hear vendors saying all the time they love to see their current customers so if you're having a question about the service you're receiving or the software product that you're using or the tool or whatever it might be That's a great place for some face-to-face time with the people that you're already engaged with. Don't think, well, I'm already using them. I don't need to stop in. We love seeing our clients. Love it. Love it. The other reason is these vendors are subsidizing the cost of you being there, and you don't realize that, but you think Mm -hmm. that that $700, that $1,000 ticket to get into that conference is high, but without the vendors and their sponsorships and them paying to be there to exhibit and all of that, your ticket's probably two or $3,000 at that point. You want those vendors there. They are the ones who are giving you the opportunity to get the training that you're getting at the price that you're getting. So go visit them. Because I can tell you, I've been to conferences before where oh, nobody yes. visited us. You think we go back? No, no we don't no. go back. But then I've been to some. I mean, ASCCA was one of them that just blew me away. We had so many people that just came up and talked to us. 
And thanked us. Yeah. I mean, they thanked us for being there. Overwhelming. You know, and we weren't just signing people up or, you know, it wasn't like that, but they were all coming up and talking to us and thanking us for being there. Like they were appreciating the vendors for being there. And I was so thoroughly impressed with that. And look, selfishly, I'm going to tell you, it's a long time standing in that booth of people not talking to you. Like, we just want to talk to people. Just come and talk to people. We're standing there. Your back's hurting. Your feet are hurting. You're eating too much chocolate. <laughs> so y'all come visit. Y'all come. All right. What's your number five? All right. My number five goes with my number six, which is just a little lanyard. Okay. It's a little bonus. So my number five is to create your post-conference action plan. Literally have something all throughout the conference, whether it's a little notepad on your phone in the journal app or on a calendar or you're emailing yourself or whatever that looks like. All throughout the conference have one place because I have done it and I see people doing it all the time where they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to remind myself to do that. I'm going to send myself an email. They send themselves an email. Then they put something on their calendar. Then they jot it down on some random piece of paper in the bag that they got from the conference. And now you have notes all over the place. You get back to the shop and you don't remember where you wrote anything down. So have one common place where you're putting all of your post-conference to-dos. You know, I want to read this book. I want to talk to this person, whatever it might be. So create a post-conference action plan, a to-do list. And Along with that, I'm saying, and I don't know that we're going to have it ready, but eventually we will put it in the show notes. But I already created, I have a Google Doc laid out of a conference planning checklist. So before the conference, what to do during the conference, what to do after the conference. So I have it ready. It's just not like beautified and all graphically designed and laid out. So I'm going to work on getting that put together, but have it all there for you. and. um If it's not in the show notes, when this publishes, it'll be soon. All right. My number five is to go with friends. And I'll tell you this past year, I went to Apex in Vegas and I was just an attendee. And honestly, I had a great time as an attendee. But I went with a friend and client, Matt Wag, and it was great to have someone else there with you, you know, just to have a friend there. You know, I mean, in the evenings, We hung out together, you know, went and had dinner with other people that we met there and everything. But also, Kim, you can talk about this, but from a networking standpoint, Kim believes that you should always have a networking partner. Oh, I do. Yeah. In fact, in the show notes, we're going to link. That was the podcast that I did a long time ago on this podcast. The episode that I did was about networking. And it's just for me, I'm an outgoing extroverted person. I would rather have a person with me. Walking into a big room where you're by yourself, it's not comfortable for an extrovert to just jump right into the middle of something. It's definitely not for the introverted people. So, you know, find a partner, find someone that will walk around the expo with you or, you know, it's also lonely to not have a friend or a networking buddy because when you walk in, you're going to sit down at a table Not everybody is warm and welcoming. So just having someone with you, it's easier to talk to a group of people at a table when you have kind of a partner in crime. So, And if you don't have that person, go back to our episode, I'll put it in the show notes, that Kim did about uh, being on an island. Because there are, 
like Facebook groups and stuff out there, like the ASOC group, for example, mm-hmm. where you can meet people who are in the industry and you will become friends with them having never met them face to face. And then at these conferences is when you actually get that face to face time. Yeah. And I see people all the time, like go in the ASOC group. If you're not in there or the change in the industry group, come into our auto repair marketing mastermind, Facebook group, remarkable results has a Facebook group. Vision has a Facebook group. Go in these groups and say, Hey, looks like I'm arriving at this time on whatever Tuesday. Anybody want to grab dinner Tuesday night? You'll be shocked how many people will do that. Mm-hmm. And then also just so those conversations the, happen in there. That's correct. Every conference All you see exactly what you just said. And just go down into the lobby at dinner time, look around. You'll be able to latch on to a group of people going to dinner. You and just sit down, you just start talking before long. They're going to be like, you want to dinner? And you're like, no, I don't really have plans. They're like, come with us. And before you know it, you've met someone who is a level ahead of you in shop ownership and you're going to learn from them or you're going to meet someone who is a level behind you in shop ownership and you're going to be able to mentor them. And it just becomes this big, really wonderful experiment. And, you know, even if you're an introvert like me, just force yourself out of your comfort zone, you know, go do it. It's so much better when you do that. And then I'm going to throw one more in there that I didn't have Mm. written down. And I'm talking to the owners here. Okay. I'm not talking to the uh, technicians and service advisors. I'm talking to the owners. Fly in early, stay late, go visit some other shops. Oh, yeah. You have Vision is in Kansas City, STX this year is in Nashville, ASTA Expo in Raleigh. That North Carolina group, there are some great shops in that area to be able to go visit. Nate Winston is, you know, one of the people that has done this for a while now, just going around and visiting shops. And the value that you will get from walking into other shops and seeing how they do things and just you know, making those connections, those friendships uh, in the industry. That is something that you that you definitely should do. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually looking at our client map. We have a client in Kansas City, mm-hmm. but we also have one in Wichita, but we're not going to be anywhere near. Yeah. Which but is there's only going to cause Brian to want to drive again. He's going to want to. That Kansas City is a great area. I mean, that's why Vision exists there because, you know, going back to ASA back in the day, which is now, you know, Milwaukee, mm-hmm. they just had a really great group of shop owners there. And that, and if you look at it, okay, that's what happened in Kansas City with Vision. That's what happens with yeah. in Raleigh with ASTA Expo is you have these really solid groups of shop owners that believe in networking. They don't think that, you know, each other's competition. They help each other out. And that's right. Things like these conferences and the organizations that are behind the conferences grow out of that. The same thing with ASCCA. I mean, these shop owners out there, they don't look at each other like competition. They are like brothers in arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really cool to see. So, Very good stuff. Yeah. I hope that you, uh, that you enjoyed this episode and that you'll take these things and go put them into place at these conferences. And look, if you're not going to the conferences, you are missing out. Like you're really missing out. And if you don't have a clue which conferences are out there, maybe you're new to our podcast Go back a few episodes where we're talking about the conferences we're going to be attending this year. I think Brian's working on a list of conferences. If it's not. Yeah, we have a website that is about to launch that is going to show at least the bigger conferences. You know, it may not have every little you know, organizational get together, but it's going to have the big conferences on it. So, hey, if you are not in the Auto Repair Marketing Mastermind Facebook group, please go join that. I swear we had eight people join just a little while ago. And 
I love, love, love what is happening in this group. People are taking ownership in there and posting, asking questions about marketing their auto repair shop, sharing tips of what they're doing in their repair shop for marketing. So go look for that and jump in there. Take a look, introduce yourself, get involved. And thank you again to RepairPal for sponsoring this episode. We are just one of a handful of podcasts that are part of the Aftermarket Radio Network. You can find all of the others at aftermarketradionetwork.com. Hope that you'll listen in again next week. And until then, go fill those bays. You've been listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Kim and Brian Walker. Follow the podcast on your favorite listening app. Find their emails in the show notes and visit them at shopmarketingpros.com. Let Kim and Brian know what you want discussed because they're all about advancing the aftermarket.